Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you for joining me for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. Laura Bellotta will be back next week. And thank you so much for joining me tonight. So, really exciting show for you, starting with how can your relationships and passions become intertwined and use them to strengthen each other? That's a really big question. And I'm joined tonight by two incredible guests who have really made their mark on the Canadian fashion scene, Stephen Zavados and George Sully. Stephen Zavados is an artist, a television host, and a designer. He was born and raised in the Niagara area of Ontario. From an early age, Stephen pursued his passion for the arts, finding avenues of expression in painting, photography, architecture, fashion. In 1992, he joined forces with his now late partner, Chris Heinemann, and formed the design company called the Zavados Group. It wasn't long before they were offered their own media showcase, and together they pioneered birth design television with shows like designer guys design rivals so chic and the successful cbc daily talk show called Stephen and chris today Stephen is focused on the Stephen zabado studio collection which principally features his artwork but also encompasses area rugs and unique decorative pieces inspired by his artistic vision and George Sully, our other guest, is a multidisciplinary designer, entrepreneur, and activist based in Toronto with an impressive worldwide network. Sully has established a collective of multifaceted companies that leverage him as an innovative player in the world of multimedia content creation and fashion design. FGI award winner, George, is best known as the original maker of the Star Trek Discovery Starfleet boot. George is also a Batashu Museum inductee, creator of Black Designers of Canada, co-founder of House of Hela, and creator of a newly minted brand, Sully and Son Company. Both Stephen and George are also part of a new initiative that I'm so excited to introduce you tonight. This new initiative is called the Give Back Collective, which was also co-founded by me and my sister-in-law, Ivana Walker. Tonight, we'll be chatting about how relationships can influence the creative process and how art can help with healing and how you can give back yourself this holiday season. So, first of all, thank you, George and Stephen, so much for being here tonight. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Awesome. Okay, so to begin with, um, let's dive a bit more. Like, let's just start with your careers and the thing that we all love, which is our love for fashion. So can you both tell us all about your passion for fashion and art and where did it come from? And let's start with you, Stephen. Uh, wow, my passion for it. Uh, I guess it started probably when I was literally a toddler. Uh, you know, my uh, mom was, was really big on, on uh, she had four kids. Uh, you know, uh, at, uh, at the, well, literally twins in the middle, my older brother, myself. So um, all of us in diapers at the same time. So she had to keep us busy creatively. Uh, and uh, we spent many times around the kitchen table with, uh, you know, glue and paper and whatnot. So um, I really became immersed uh, in art. I knew at a young age I was going straight into art school. As soon as I left high school, bang, right, right into art school. And, uh, and it's just history from then. <laughs> 
Wow, amazing. Boy, and what hats off to your mom. Four kids in diapers. I can't imagine that. And, and George, how about you? Wow, wow. You know what's funny, Stephen, because uh, I'm from a family uh, of four kids, which, you know, that's 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 amazing. I'm the youngest. I'm the baby of the family. Uh, my older brother, sister, then my brother Al, then me. Um, oh. And funny enough, uh, you know, inspiration comes from and just or starting at a young age, same way, just um, the influences are just my family in general. Mother was a painter, sculptor, caterer, uh, nurse oh. on the side. My father, um, illustrator, jewelry designer. My sister, voiceover artist. My other brother, Ro, uh, he's also a sculptor, uh, freehand illustrator, graphic designer. My other brother, furniture designer. And now he just uh, started, uh, he wrote his first children's book, and so then there was me looking at all of this growing up and saying, yeah, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to be a doctor. No, 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 I'm going to, <laughs> I jumped into the business right away of just, just being inspired and just being creative and just watching um, my family around me do their thing just got me to do mine. You know what I mean? So. Jeez. George, can I, can I say this, George, you have a powerhouse of a family. You guys are a made for TV movie. I <laughs> totally. well, I'm glad you're ready to produce it, Stephen. I, I was waiting for this opportunity, actually. So I'm glad. I'll call you tomorrow. We'll start, get, you know, choosing, you know, cast. Yes. And, uh, we'll get... <laughs> no, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And George, you also started Black Designers of Canada. So yes. we'll talk about this because this is, you know, as a result of the racial unrest in the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. Uh, but when did you actually have this vision? Because I think it was planted long before that. And uh, so when did you start it? And how did you curate the whole BDC? And what impact has that had on Canadians? Sure. Um, well, definitely, it was something that, you know, it's, it's in the back pocket of every, you know, BIPOC designer, or in my case, black designer, and uh, my family originally uh, are from Haiti, I was born here in Canada, and it's in your back pocket, but it could only be done and or activated when finally Canada acknowledged to systemic racism, and just the fact that Canada said, hey, actually, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is a problem here. Um, we are willing to deal with it. And only at that point, because for all your life, um, you feel like you're the only one or, or you're the angry, proverbial, you know, quote unquote, black guy that's screaming out, hey, there's something happening here. There's, there's a foul in the system. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? You know, you're born in Canada. You should be privileged and, you know, in so on and so forth. And it's not over here. And, you know, when you're living through that, it, it's tough to navigate because if nobody believes that, you know, the, you know, the, this thing exists, then you can't even start to solve the problem. And finally, Canada said, hey, wait a second, we do have a problem here and we have to acknowledge, um, you know, certain marginalized, not even certain, well, you know, most marginalized um, uh, peoples. And it, this is the time when I said, you know what, if Canada's going to stop talking and listen, then I have definitely something to say. And there's a lot of us, but you know what? Um, I looked around and there was nothing like Black Designers of Canada. I, I dot-commed it. I didn't know exactly what I was doing as much as I know I had to do something. And I'm just like hearing all the time that there was only a few of us like, don't worry, George, what's the big deal? There's only 10 of you guys. Like, like that's why you haven't been on board it so fast because you're, you guys are really hard to find. 
And I'm like, no, that's not the case. There's a lot of us. And this is kind of like, you know what, if I don't create a ledger, if I don't create a document, something as like an index to have us counted and say, no, not only um, are we excellent, we are in big numbers. And here we are. And from there, um, to answer your other question of just how it's resulted or, or, or how it's affected others, but in the community and everybody in general, black, white, indigenous, you know, BIPOC people, like just you, you name it, it's, it's affected and it's made change in a sense of there's so many brands that have been unseen, but have been seen for the first time and have been picked up and have been celebrated and lifted like no other time before uh, being picked up for film and stories and um, television opportunities. And just the whole gamut is kind of like the lights have turned on and, 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 it's inspiring. And funny enough, Joan, you've been, you've been on this, you know, I actually spoke about this long before it hit the, you know, it hit the, um, it hit the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got to, you know, I got to thank you for listening because we spoke behind the scenes long before this was actually, um, uh, you know, put on the table for others to digest, I guess. And uh, you've been there. So I think that's, it's really cool now, full circle, you know, a couple of years later that, you know, here we are now and so many designers are being celebrated. Over 200, uh, over 200 designers um, are on the site now and it's just growing every day. It's growing every day and it's being impacted and it showed um, the fashion industry that we are here in numbers and we're not just the few actually, uh, you know, we are many. And, you know, another, before I, uh, before I, uh, um, before I, I end there, um, it's the, the other perception or the other thing was that, you know, well, Sully, you know, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you guys are more kind of, you know, streetwear and so-and-so and we're looking. And the funny thing is we're athleisure. And the funny thing is, and after over 200 people on, on the Black Designers of Canada Index, there's probably like five athleisure brands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing so athleisure. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there was just a lot of situations yeah. where it's kind of like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? There's modern contemporary. There's runway ready. Yeah, and there's huge, high, high, high fashion as well. Yes. When you look at the BDC website, it's so impressive that everybody that's there, like, needs to have a spotlight shone on them because there's so much talent in fashion in Canada. George, so what advice would you have for people with small businesses or artists that are trying to establish themselves? Um, Good question. I would say... Uh, to be ready. Um, a lot of the time, there hasn't been all the opportunity and so on and so forth or readily available programs to take and and things like that. But these things are happening now. So having your website, having your e-commerce built up, having your collections set up, lookbooks and line sheets and the basics and be ready for the opportunity because there's a lot more um, department stores and retailers and online boutiques that are um, that are taking in meetings and um, you know buyer meetings are starting to really happen fast and furious which I love because it wasn't fast and furious in the past so just to be ready for the opportunity I think there's a lot of opportunity out there right now right so be prepared and then Stephen I want to ask you the same question yep. but it's time for a quick break so when we come back we'll be chatting more about this exact question, advice for small businesses and artists artists trying to establish themselves. And we'll also be chatting about the Give Back Collective and how you can get involved this season.
Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back on the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, AM 640. I'm your host tonight, Joan Kelly Walker. Laura Bilotta will be back next week. And we're getting back to our chat on the Give Back Collective with Stephen Zabados and George Sully. And before the break, we were talking about advice for people with small businesses or artists who are trying to establish themselves. And Stephen, let's, let's come back to you. What would your advice be for those people? Wow. I don't, uh, um, it is very difficult as you're, you know, a, a new artist coming out or trying to sort of find your position and, uh, and where you land, so to speak. Uh, I think, you know, because I'm going through this right now with myself, even personally, because I do a lot of my own personal artwork. Um, I do a lot of commercial work um, as well. So I'm sort of like battling both worlds. Uh, and a really fantastic, wonderful artist friend of mine said, number one, first thing he said, put your social media away. Um, because we're always so influenced by, you know, like I'm sitting there on Instagram and social media constantly and seeing what other artists are doing. And I'm influenced by them in almost a negative way. Cause then I start to doubt myself. Well, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a great uh, illustrator or maybe I'm not this or I'm not that. Um, and you start to sort of lose yourself. Uh, so for someone starting out and trying to sort of break through, I think sort of like, you know, and we've, a lot of people have said this in the past, you know, find yourself, stick to yourself um, and find out what makes you, you and uh, why you are different. Um, instead of being influenced by so many other people with, with maybe things that are not in your comfort zone. Um, so that would be my, my biggest thing I would say is just sort of like, you know, like clear your mind of the, of the clutter and the noise and then just zero in on, on what makes you different and unique because we all are. And we all have something to uh, to offer this world. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So, Stephen, do you rely then on your, like, would you call it, use the word intuition when you're making business or creative choices? Or even when you're deciding what initiative to support? Do you do that intuitively? Yeah, there's there's uh, intuition. There's also, I mean, you, there's your guts. There's, uh, you know, when, when, uh, when uh, yourself and Shauna uh, came to me with the design club, I was like, absolutely, with the collective. I said, you know, to, to be in the presence of, of these amazing creative people and, and Joan and the work that you do with the, with the charities, um, to me, this, this was just felt like my heart expanded. Um, and it felt like a big, warm hug. And, you know, and I wanted to, uh, to be part of that. And, uh, and it, especially at this point, it's just, it's the starting of it, you know, it's just sort of, uh, you're creating history, which is, which is awesome. So, you know, for, for me, it's, it's intuition, it's gut. Um, you know, everyone always says this, go with your gut, you know, and <laughs> your gut never lies, regardless of who you are and what age you are. You know your gut. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to be smart enough to listen to it, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, George, how about you? Uh, like, what is your, uh, like, percentages of intuition and gut and just business savvy when you're making those types of decisions? I think, uh, again, to mirror Steven, it's just, it's, it, it, it really is. I mean, I didn't go to school for what I do. So intuition and just like that, that's my, you know, that's my beak and that's my, you know, that's, that's my rudder, I guess, you know, going into, in going to anything it's, um, is it right? Is it, um, you know, I mean, like it, it's being an entrepreneur, it, it's, 
it's a constant mm-hmm. game of, of of gambling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> it, 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 you're trying to you're trying your best with what you know and what information is out there. And you know, um, I love what Stephen said about you know putting the social media away because absolutely it's one of those things that you can get stuck in that pocket of you know oh look at this or uh, look at this uh, and what you know almost changing that intuition of your own and it's just kind of like you know um yeah like it, it's it, it's it's a tough thing but i know for myself it's always been that gut feeling for sure like there's there's yeah. really nothing else to go on and and again you know one as an entrepreneur one day's one day it's i i, I say as entrepreneurs there's high highs and low lows if you could find yeah. a way to ride the middle and <laughs> and you'll be fine because it's kind of yeah. one day you get a deal you know what i mean and the next day the deal's gone or the mm-hmm. and finding that middle because you know finding that balance you'll 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 be okay but definitely the gut absolutely yeah 100%. can i can I also add to that, George? I think that's awesome. And sorry, John, I just want to say about, because I mean, you know, and, and hearing George's, uh, you know, resume and things that he's done, don't be, um, um, I don't know, afraid of reinventing yourself. You know, yeah. I mean, constantly, that's if you're an entrepreneur, you, you know, like you said, one day you're really high and you're riding it. The next day you're like, oh, Jesus, this, you know, so I've got to now reinvent myself. And I go, okay, so I was going down this path. Nah, maybe I'll try this path. You know, for me, fashion is a new thing. You know, I'm sort of like slowly getting into it. I just want to create mm. a art, whatnot. So I've never done this before. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. You know, and <laughs> and I'm reinventing. So I think that's part of the um, the passion. That's part of the the fun. That's part of the unknown. You know, and uh, I think uh, you know a great rule of thumb is every day you should do something that scares the crap out of you. You know. Um, and, uh, and it's these type of, of situations that you're put into, that you're like, I got to figure it out. And, and you do, most people land on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you're in the middle of that reinventing phase and being a creative person, uh, you know, not everybody understands what you do and how you do it and how you work. So my question is, how important is it to have your partner's support when you're going through reinventing yourself or you're just being yourself as an artist or a designer? How does that play in? So, George? Um, well, you know that uh, House of Hyla, um, that's something that was a project, Hyland and I, which is uh, my partner in business and in life, um, you know, we, we, we came into this together and she had an idea based off of what I was doing with my first initial brand, Sully Wong, which was uh, my uh, then business partner, Henry, which you might have met long, long, long ago. But um, since then, you know, we, we had this whole monochromatic men's shoes, monochromatic, and which is very, I mean, it wasn't, you know, you know my like super mind breaking or just whatever, you know, men had monochromatic shoes all the time, you know, um, matching soles, uppers and so on and so forth. But women in heels didn't. And she's just like, you know what, you know, I would love to have a heel collection where they're monochromatic, uh, heel right down to the heel tip, the sole, the upper, the same color. And I'm like, Hmm, is that really, is that like, at the time I didn't have a clue. And and she's like, no, she's like, if you go anywhere, there'll be like either a nude bottom or black bottom on any color heel. And I'm like, hmm. So then I checked and like, I couldn't find a monochromatic heel anywhere. And I'm like, okay, we got something. So fast forward, you know, we started this brand where it's literally a classic four inch pump 80s 
stiletto, beautiful classic pump that you can wear with anything up and down, and but the same silhouette, multiple colors. Um, because we're all creatures of habit. It's kind of like you find something you like in that particular silhouette, and then you would love to have it. If it's, if it's comfy, you'd love to have it in multiple colors. So that was our business plan, and then it blew up. And oh. that, was, that was a combination of, of, of Hyla's um, flip and ideas on what I was already doing, but at the same time, I, I had the, you know, the, the connections to the production and you know, overseas ties to just bang these, these, uh, these manufacturers to do this because I can tell you that nobody wanted to do it. And they're like, why don't you just, like, we, we have a billion black you know, uh, sold and we have a billion black or billion nude sold. Like, why would you go anywhere? And I'm like, exactly. That's why we want to do something different because there's nothing like it. And, you know, again, being didn't, Highland not going to school for proverbial fashion. She went to school for business, but not, you know, you know fashion. And uh, I, again, winging it all my life. <laughs> no, but um, it's just <laughs> leaned on each other. <laughs> we leaned on each yeah, other for sure. And combination to have someone that has an expert uh, opinion in business and someone else who is winging it. I think, you know, that's a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. So I have a little sense of something. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, I'm wasting all the time. <laughs> just a fly by night type of guy. <laughs> no, no, um, no. But just to say, absolutely. Like I, I, I didn't go to school, but definitely, I guess I would say the school of hard knocks and learning and crafting and and doing these things and. Um, there was no at the time, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, university, uh, sorry, YouTube University, you know what I mean? Which now mm. is kind of like, I wish I mean, I wish I did have something like that uh, coming into mm-hmm. all of this because it would have been amazing because it's kind of like you could find an answer uh, from mm. YouTube for anything. And uh, especially as an entrepreneur, now I'm leaning on it left, yeah. right, center, and I love it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, you know, just, just to say, um, it's very important having a partner who's, who's right there with you in, in making decisions and to lean on all the time. It's, it's, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah. And, you know, I also had that experience. I, you know, I graduated high school and it was like, I, I knew what direction I wanted to be in, but there was no mentors. There was no right. course there, you know, there was very few opportunities there for me. So I had to leave Saskatchewan and move to Toronto and just try and forge my own way. And, you know, it all worked out. But um, uh, so, Stephen, let's get back to this question about uh, how important is it for you to have your partner's support when uh, if your partner's looking at your art and design? Like how how does that process work when you show them what you're working on? Yeah, um, um I guess for me, I'm sort of a, uh, maybe a bit of a lone wolf that way. That's <laughs> when I create, you know, especially when it's my own personal artwork, it's, uh, uh, it's just from my gut. I like to paint at night. You know, I'm sort of one of those night owls. Um, I kind of like my whole thing when I'm, when I'm doing my, my personal work, um, I, I like doing it at night. I like staring out the window and seeing all the lights dark. And it's sort of like, it's like my little secret, you know? Um, and it kind of, uh, um, it makes me feel more creative as opposed to like, you know, 9am with a coffee mug, like, okay, let's paint, you know, <laughs> um, because my, my work is, is very sort of moody and meaty and, and uh, things of that nature. My commercial work, I certainly do rely on, on everyone around me. Uh, not only my, uh, my, my partner, but uh, I have a great brand team, um, you know, that uh, I certainly, you know, you'll, you'll always take someone's advice and, 
and, and go forward. Cause I think, you know, like two, three, four heads are better than one. So uh, I'm all about that. And I, I like to George's comment as well. I'm um, saying about, you know, uh, you know, be, being sort of like, you know, back in the day when, when, you know, when I was a kid, you know, like you said, you didn't have the YouTube, you didn't have, you know, all this sort of, uh, uh, advice at your fingertips. I mean, I had Encyclopedia Britannica. If, if that was my go-to, <laughs> that was my world. You know, it's like, okay, this is, and that was, that was, that was gospel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but, but, but uh, to, to rely on others, absolutely. I think it's crucial. Um, I think, uh, I think you need to, and it's imperative to grow. Mm-hmm. So would you say that your relationships affect your creative process or they're independent? For me personally, I think independent. Yeah, I don't think they really affect it that much because, you know, I, I think uh, for me, especially when I'm creating something, it's like, I, you know, you have a vision in your head or you have sort of a direction and uh, um, and you just sort of like, me, I just sort of like steam through it. But uh, mm-hmm. me personally, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I, w- I would say, I would say um, for House of Hyla, of course, it's a it's a it's a democracy. But for Sully and Son, all me. You know what I mean? It's 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 cool to to of course it's cool to share ideas and all you know all those great things. But again, uh, like Steve, I'm a I'm a designer at, at at heart, and it's cool. That's why I think I I I put Sully and Son together. It was something that something for me to really let go or let out. Um, all these crazy designs that I've been sitting on for so long and, you know, just to uh, getting back into my groove as a designer and uh, not having to answer to anybody, just my own son. It felt really good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, both are great. Both are great. But, uh, of course, uh, you want to get a chance to express yourself. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? We have to take another break. So after that break, we'll be discussing how you can make a difference this holiday season. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, AM 640. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, joined tonight by my guests, Stephen Zabados and George Sully. And we are discussing how giving back can impact your life and your relationships. So let's talk about the Give Back Collective. This is a collective that's aimed at providing a way for designers to give back while also giving consumers a platform where they can shop and feel good about their purchases. And I'm so happy that you're both part of the Give Back Collective. And I'd like to hear more about what was your motivation? Why did you want to join the Give Back Collective? So, George, let's start with you because you were literally the first person to put your hand up and say, I think you got me at a, at, at a perfect time when I was giving a lot of myself out there, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like another opportunity to give back. It's just kind of like, it was just amazing. And, and, and again, uh, it was one of those things that you were supporting me uh, in my endeavors and you know what I mean? Just putting your money where your mouth is and just your advice and all that other great stuff that, that comes with you and when you asked me, it was just one of those things. I was like, of course, there, there was no question. And it's kind of like um, the Give Back Collective is just it was such a great idea. It, it was a fresh idea. 
at a time when it's just kind of like, you know, everybody needed each other the most, <laughs> like, it, 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 you know, right in dead center of, of, of the situation, the pandemic and all these other things, you know, looped in. Um, it was just a great opportunity. It was a great time. It was a great time to give more and uh, give some more, <laughs> I guess I'd say. So. Yeah. So, Stephen, in the Give Back Collective, you created a series of absolutely gorgeous meditation blankets, and they sold yeah. out really quick. So can you tell us more about why you decided to make meditation blankets for the Give Back Collective, and what is your relationship with meditation? Yeah, it's interesting. When I was speaking to uh, your PR person, Shauna Oland, when she approached me and said, hey, would you be interested? I said, absolutely. Number one. Um, and then number two, we just started talking on the phone and I was talking about, uh, I, I wanted to, I had this idea uh, of doing these sort of meditative blankets because I, I thought, you know, when you are meditating and, uh, and uh, you know, doing yoga, practicing yoga, etc. Um, you know, a lot of times people put on like a sweatshirt or maybe, you know, a, a towel or something like that. And I thought, wouldn't it be interesting or spiritual in a way to, to have a blanket that, that was, that was, or a shawl that was purposeful for that um, and it sort of had this positive intention that when you put this on, you were transformed, uh, you know, into another dimension or you just sort of had a sort of a, a security blanket or a almost, a, what am I thinking, like a superhero's kind of like cape in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then have it have it full of the designs that, uh, you know, the spiritual designs. I, I created some some custom made silk screens um, with Buddha's hands and, uh, the third eye and, and things of that nature. And then I hand dyed them. So again, I, I wanted to sort of be part of this, of this, uh, of the pieces that I was creating. I, I handed them all and I dyed them personally. So to me, it felt like I was giving myself, uh, to this, this, uh, uh, not only the collective, but to the actual product that I was creating. Um, and I really sort of envisioned this person using it, you know, and it, it sort of excited me that I could be part of, of their journey. Um, and, uh, and that was sort of my, my vision behind it, um, to, to create these, cause I've never done them before. I just thought, oh, this would be interesting. And, and it was so great that they were uh, so well received within the collective, again, being in such a, a great roster of, of fantastic designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stephen, so in doing that, you're supporting people, you know, by encouraging them to meditate and, and surrounding mm-hmm. them in a big warm hug of your work and all your, uh, the symbolism that's on each piece. So what tools do you use to keep yourself grounded and focused? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's still a practice. I'm still practicing that. <laughs> we always that are. Use. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't say, well, I, I can't lie and say that Grey Goose is not part of that as well. However, <laughs> that's, on a, that's on a different side. But certainly being being grounded and certainly, um, you know what, I, I'm huge into sound therapy. Um, I have uh, a series of, of, of uh, meditation uh, bowls and uh, uh, sound bowls. I, I do a lot of sound bath, which is, is great. Um, and I think probably because I, I'm not really the type of person that will sit and meditate, but with the, I have these massive meditation bowls that when you, uh, when you, uh, when you start to make them sing, it just, it, it trans, it just transports you into a different world and dimension. And it's, uh, that, that's basically pretty well my grounding therapy that, uh, that I like to practice. And George, how about you? Ah, my motorcycle. I, I, it's the time, it's the time I can take to myself 
and I've been converting my bike for, you know, the past like year and a half and, and, and been recording it actually. Like I actually, I started recording simply because I didn't want to kind of lose myself because I, again, uh, thanks for that YouTube university. You know what I mean? Because like, I didn't really know how to convert, like to, you know, uh, more aesthetically convert the bike and take certain pieces off and, you know, um, retrofit it with like, you know, uh, you know, you know, third party parts and, you know, so on and so forth. So it's a time to myself and, uh, it's meditative, you know what I mean? It's just kind of mm. like, it's, it's, it's you and the machine. And it's kind of like everything that you do to it, it, it affects it. Um, it affects it. And it's just kind of like, it's a beautiful thing and you, you start seeing it, you know, turn and, and become, become something, become mm-hmm. something new. And it's, it's such a, it's, it's such a pleasure. And, and, and it really, it, that's my time. And I, I, I'm not, you know, it's, my time (laughs) yeah yeah one thing that that came out of COVID is that it's not forced but it's really encouraged people to find their own ways of de-stressing themselves whether Mm -hmm. it's journaling or working out or whatever it is for me I'm going to share with you guys I don't usually talk about this but I find strategic napping is very effective Mm -hmm. Rest out about something like I will go and put on like a little five minute meditation and you know fall asleep and have a little nap for like minutes. I wake up and everything doesn't seem so stressful anymore. So, mm. anyways, like my way of finding something that's sort of um, you know unique for me, I guess. But there there yeah. are a lot of resources out there, and I just love that you guys have shared those ones with us. But you know what? We're gonna have to take another break. And after that break, we will be chatting more about the importance of healthy relationships and how your passions evolve over time. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640. I'm your host, Joan Kelly Walker, joined by my guests this week, George Sully and Stephen Zabados. And we're getting right back to our chat on healthy relationships and how they affect the creative process. So, George, you are a father. I love seeing your son on social media. He's absolutely beautiful. So tell us, how has that changed your life and how has it changed the way that you create? Also, what is some advice that you might have for fathers out there who want to raise strong and caring children? Um, Adrian, 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 I love that little man. Um, he was literally born on my birthday and absolutely. And it's, it's funny because they say, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree and you hear that a lot, but it's just kind of like, it's like, is it because we are so like, we're so Tauruses and we are so like, it's like, you know, we talked about, you know, spirituality and, you know, the meditation so on and so forth. But this is just something I've, the, the, the energy I've never felt before. Like he's, he's a George 2.0, like he's the better me, <laughs> like better verse. Like he's not even three and, but when he was one and a half, he already knew a hundred words and it's just kind of like, he's one of those, he's just one of those kids. And it's just kind of like, um, he, he's everything. And and that, that, that's affected, of course, 
um, my personal life, it's affected my business. And it's just kind of like, you know, that you're working twice as hard for him. You know, that there's, you're working for something, you're working for legacy. Like you, you start thinking of legacy. Now you start thinking of the next, you know, what the next, you know, generation is going to look like and how to make sure to prepare him for what it's going to look like. And, you know, black designers of can't all these things that I've, I've, I've created and I've done, I'm always looking at saying, you know what, he's going to grow up knowing that, um, I not only had his back, but I, I laid a foundation or a grounding for him that he can now, you know, be, uh, you know, be actually more accepted and, uh, more, uh, included and all these things. And then even financially, you know, just giving him a nice little, you know, nice little pad to kick him up. But, but still, you know, being part of the process and, um, you know, he watches me work every day and he watches Hila work every day. And it's just kind of, it's a beautiful thing to really see his creativity and, and all that he's been doing. Um, so we just follow him. And in that way, it, it you know, it, it helps us just work for mm-hmm. purpose, work for purpose or something, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, So studies have shown that giving back can actually have positive effects on both our physical and mental health, including lowering blood pressure, increased self-esteem, less depression, lower stress levels, longer life, greater happiness and satisfaction. So it's beneficial to the community, but it also can lead to a longer, healthier life. So let's chat about that. So, Stephen, how does giving back strengthen your relationship with your partner or your family? Or do you make that association? And do you think that it's important to do things together with your partner that give back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, again, like like you said, uh, you know, it uh, lowers your blood, blood, blood pressure, uh, you know, uh, uh, does all, all those has all those uh, positive benefits. Um, and certainly, um, you know, this uh, this uh, uh, project that uh, that I was working on with the uh, with the meditation uh, shawls, whatever I, I did, I created them with my partner, which was awesome that, uh, you know, we, we both sort of had this this positive goal in mind. So uh, so that was though, certainly uh, um, a feel good moment, you know, to do this together uh, and share this together, because uh, unlike George, you know, I, I don't work with my partner on a daily basis. Um, just for for certain projects, um, so I, I think that is incredibly important. And again, you know, to to jump on this uh, on this project, I didn't even give the second thought. Uh, hopefully, I was number two if George was number one. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just think it's it's brilliant and it's wonderful, and I, I can't wait. You know, ten years down the road to see to see how it has grown. Um, yeah, that's yeah, it's a wonderful thing. I'm sure, as I am, everybody's wondering, what are you going to come up with next? Like, what is the next iteration that people will find on the Give Back Collective? Oh, that's an interesting one. You, I mean, for me personally or for the collective? No, uh, meaning now that your uh, meditation shawls have sold out yeah. pretty much. Woo-hoo! I think they're pretty much. Which is <laughs> what, uh, Will you be creating more of those or will you be coming up with something else? I, I, I would love to pursue that, uh, you know, to continue with, with the meditation shows, maybe do a different styles or different things. And, and then maybe to push it further. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, continuing to, to, to grow uh, myself with, uh, with these new ventures. So 
it's really interesting that uh, it's kind of a bit of a question mark, a little bit of an unknown, but uh, that scary unknown, I think, will just create, uh, a, you know, a, a more creative product or ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, where can people find your other products? Uh, everything else is on stephensabados.com. Um, I have, uh, uh, I'll be launching uh, some winter scarves and things of that nature. And uh, I have my, my full product line um, is on my website, stephensabados.com. Okay. And George, how about you? What, uh, do you have any new products to share with us? And where can people find um, your products? Yeah. Um, actually, I think I gave you a little teaser last we were together. Uh, I'm working on, well, kind of finished already, but I'm, I'm, I'm releasing two. 2022 luggage. So I have this new roller, which is amazing. It's a roller backpack and uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it coming out and um, absolutely. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. And um, for house of Hyla, we have new sneakers coming and uh, platform high tops, just some really cool stuff coming in that space. So Sully and son, we got the new roller uh, with an, well, a couple other backpack selections as well, but uh, the roller is really exciting. And then the house of Hyla, some sneakers and um, yeah, you could find um, house of Hyla online and at Hudson's Bay and you can find Sully and son at, of course, Give Back Collection or Collective and Harry Rosen and Hudson's Bay as well. Awesome. And if you're listening tonight and you want to check out incredible Canadian designers, go to thegivebackcollective.com. And unfortunately, we are out of time for tonight. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. Thank you so much to our guests, George Sully and Stephen Zabados, for spending a little time with me and chatting about how giving back can have such an amazing impact on our lives. And if you want to keep this conversation going, you can connect with us on Instagram. You can find me at Joan Kelly Walker Official. Stephen, where can they find you? At uh, Stephen Sabados. That's my Insta. And George? Uh, Instagram, RealGeorgeSully, and my .com, GeorgeSully.com. Okay, awesome. Now, Laura Bellotta will be back next week, and I want to say thank you to our technical producer, Devon, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.